I'm feeling good today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm feeling very, very good today, ladies and gentlemen. Take a deep breath with me. Yeah, that's rich. That's rich. Welcome, 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 everybody, to the Thoughts of an Empath podcast. It's your host, Steve St. Vale. It's a blessing and an honor to be here with you guys, as usual. First and foremost, gotta show love to God. Y'all know how we do things out here. Gotta show love to God. That's a fact. Gotta show love to the album of the episode. Some sweet soca music for your soul. The Cabana Rhythm. I talked to y'all about the rhythms last episode, so definitely go check out the Cabana Rhythm. It's one of my favorites, honestly. I truly believe that soca music is gonna be part of like the global healing process. Because I don't know if y'all knew this, I learned this recently, is that trauma is released when you dance from your waist. And the sweet sounds of soca music just make you want to wind your waist. So how could you be upset? How can you be in a bad mood when you got music like this going on in the background? So definitely tap into some sweet soca music. You'll thank me later. <laughs> want to encourage you guys to go like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's the only way to keep Thoughts of an Empath growing. I need y'all help. So help me out. Do me that solid. Show me that love. Show me that support. Y'all been doing it already. I just want to ask for your continued support. So definitely like and subscribe. Share the videos. Especially if you get something from the videos. Share it with somebody. You know what I'm saying? For real. Let's get the word out. Next, follow us on Instagram at Empath Nonprofit. Again, at Empath Nonprofit. It's the best way to keep in touch with everything we got going on. Thoughts of an empath. We got, you know, upcoming events like Open Lounge. We have the link to the Discord community chat. We do meditations every Monday night at 7.30 if we not have an Open Lounge. So there's a lot going on. And I post a lot of, you know, like thought-provoking, you know, inspiring type of content to the page. So you're definitely going to enjoy following the Thoughts of an Empath path page so and i appreciate y'all in advance if y'all would like to tap in with me on a personal level you can definitely follow my personal instagram at globally underscore steve and if you look there you'll find a separate link tree with links to everything i got going on outside of thoughts of an empath you know i always got some type of project going on so you can definitely go check that out i appreciate y'all of course of course I got some big news for Thoughts of an Empath. We are now officially a 501c3 tax-exempt organization. So what does that mean? It means Thoughts of an Empath can now accept tax-deductible donations from the people. So if you appreciate what we're doing and you want to show us some financial love and you send us $100, keep that receipt. Because at the end of the year, when you file your taxes, you can now deduct that $100 from your taxable income. And if I'm correct, the U.S. tax codes allows every individual up to 60% of their adjusted gross income to be donated to tax-exempt organizations. So if you're making $100K and you donate $60K, you can write off $60K on your taxes, baby. So keep those receipts, and if you would like to show us some love, our cash tag is Empath Nonprofit. Again, cash tag is Empath Nonprofit. We love and appreciate each and every one of you guys. Definitely get yourself some Dangerously Vulnerable merch. Shout out to everybody that's been copping and supporting. I love you guys on another type of level. That's a fact. Got some new designs up there, so go definitely check that out. And the only thing I got to say before we get into the episode is life is grand. When you allow it to be. 
So have an attitude of gratitude and be sure to keep your energy pure. It makes you dangerous to those that wish to harm you. Shopping mall dating. Now, this episode was inspired by a brother of mine and a king in his own right, Mr. Drummond, who had hosted one of his famous truth talks on Instagram Live, where he comes up with a topic and he invites some people up to the stage to provide some perspective and just engage in some really good conversation. Now, the topic for this particular truth talk was why do people feel the need to have so many options when dating? And I was invited up to the stage and I gave my perspective, but I used an analogy to kind of set the context for what I wanted to say. And that analogy was based on my personal shopping habits. Now, when I get ready to go shopping, I, of course, set a sizable budget for myself and I head out to the mall. Could run me about like one to three hours. You know, I like to take my time. You know, I like to really enjoy myself. However, truthfully, more often time than not, I end up leaving empty handed. And the reason for this is I've come to a point in my life where I understand my sense of style. So if I go into several stores and I don't see an outfit that really resonates with me deeply, I'm not going to buy it. And I'm totally okay with leaving the mall empty handed. However, when I reflect on, you know, my own personal shopping habits before and just through observation, watching other people, I recognize that a lot of people don't really shop this way. If someone takes like two, three hours to go around the mall and they leave with nothing, a lot of times that person may feel defeated as if they done wasted their time and their energy. And what's unfortunate is that I've recognized we've taken that same attitude into the dating space where we can go on two, three dates. And if we don't come out with a potential partner, then we feel defeated. We feel as if we wasted our time and our energy and our effort. Or what's worse sometimes is that we start to harbor some negative feelings towards ourselves. So as a shallow surface level solution to this, what we tend to do is keep a couple options around us that don't really resonate with us deeply, but we just kind of like. You don't see that outfit that, that really had you excited. You just got an outfit that, eh, I guess I could pull this off. And in the same way with people, we keep people around who don't really feed our spirit but it's like, yeah, they, they cool people. I can keep them around for a little bit longer. However, this shines a light on two very core problems that I think is plaguing the dating space right now. First being, we don't have a real relationship with ourselves to understand what it is that we truly like. The second thing is that we don't have the patience to actually wait for the things that we're asking for. And when we go about the process with this type of attitude, we're not paying attention to the costs associated with keeping these things around. You're not paying attention to the money that you're spending just to buy that outfit that probably gonna sit in your closet. You're not paying attention to how keeping this person around is going to cost your energy and how it's going to affect your energy because there's always a cost associated but yet we have the audacity to say 
that we're dating with intention. That's one of the most bullshit things I've heard recently. And that's one of my biggest charges to the dating scene right now is that I don't believe people are really dating for true compatibility. We're just kind of following the trends. And the trend is to have multiple options so that you don't have to sit with yourself. To have this person and that person and that person so when that other person is acting up, I got options to go to. When I go into a store, I may not see something that I like or maybe I do see something I like but it don't come in my size. I end up buying the size that ain't fitting me. Or I buy some other shit that I don't really like. Is that really dating with intention? This current way of, that we're going about thing, it leaves no space for authenticity. And how can you find compatibility if you're not allowing the person to be authentic? And I have proof that we're not being authentic. Because look at the way people go about dating. They treat it like an interview. You go into a date, men and women alike, with a checklist in your head, thinking, what can this person do for me? And you ask them questions based on that checklist. And as they answer, you check it off or you X them off. And that's how you determine whether you move forward with somebody. However, the reason it leaves no space for authenticity is because, and unfortunately, this is why I feel, you know, a lot of women get finessed in the dating spaces. All a man got to do is know the playbook, is come up with reasonable answers to your interview questions. And you're going to give him the time of day. Without thinking about the cost. So now once I'm in, I can take what I want and I can leave when I'm ready. And you're stuck there. I want to ask you, when was the last time while on a date, you paid attention to how the person speaks of themselves? Because the true foundational concept that's going to let you know how that person is going to treat you is how they treat themselves. What type of relationship do they have with themselves? Do they speak kindly to themselves? Do they have visions and goals for themselves? Do they find ways to now address their personal traumas in healthy manners? All of these things reflect how they're going to treat you should you keep them around. But when was the last time you asked a question of that nature? It's funny because like I'll be talking to some of my boys sometimes and I'll tell them like, yo, one of the questions that I love to ask when I'm on a date with somebody is like, yo, have you healed? Do you feel like you've healed from your trauma? And it's always like a what kind of question is that, Steve? You can't ask someone if they've healed. To me, it's like, why the fuck not? Because how else am I supposed to know that, one, you've taken the time to sit with yourself and reflect on the things that have gone on in your life that dictate the way we go about life? So do you even recognize that you're traumatized? But then, two, have you taken the time to actually sit with yourself, sit with those feelings and process those things to where you can get to a point where you can say in confidence that I have healed? It's a simple question for me. And that's a clear way for me to get an understanding of where is this person in their journey with self? 
Because if your journey with self is fucked up, then if I interject myself into that, you gonna fuck me up. So why would I do that? But again, when was the last time you really asked those type of questions? Shopping mall dating. My big charge to the game. We not dating for authenticity. We're dating for... We trying to just go about it risk-free. <laughs> Honestly, because when you have so many options, that mitigates your risk. This person fucking up, I got this person that's willing to take me out, that's willing to pay for me. This shorty to act in stush, I got this other shorty that I can holler at, she gonna give it up quick. Shopping mall dating. So I wanna leave you guys with two questions that I had to ask myself as I was going through my process and learning myself and preparing myself for wanting to even be in the dating space. First off, are you willing to give the things that you're asking for? <laughs> I don't fuck y'all up with that one. Because I personally feel like one of the core foundational concepts that is we're losing in our relationships is reciprocity. Women want a man that can provide and protect them. Men want a woman that can nurture and cater to them. Everybody's asking somebody for something. But very rarely are we thinking, can I provide the very things that I'm asking for? Women, are you willing to protect a man's feelings when he shares them with you? Are you willing to provide a space for the man to be his authentic self without judgment? Men, are you willing to cater to a woman's needs emotionally and spiritually? Are you willing to nurture her and teach her things so that she can elevate as you guys elevate together? And the second question I want to leave y'all with is, are you willing to be patient and wait for the things that you are truly asking for? Because if you see a fire outfit and it don't come in your size and you end up buying it anyway, you're fucking it up for the person who is that size. And that's going to come back on you. The same thing happens in the dating space. When you keep people around you that are not for you, it's going to fuck you up. So are you willing to be patient and wait with a happy heart for the things that you are truly asking for? I love you guys. I appreciate the fuck out of y'all for real. Like this video, share it with somebody who you think will appreciate the message. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Connect with us on Instagram at Empath Nonprofit. Tap in with our Discord community chat. Get yourself some dangerously vulnerable merch, ladies and gentlemen. And I pray y'all have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day.